All right, what's up, everybody? This is Blake Benz, and I appreciate you listening to me today. Uh, if you're not familiar with who I am and what I do, uh, I am a business coach. Uh, essentially, I used to work for a consulting company up in Northwest Arkansas, uh, but, which, by the way, if you've never been to Northwest Arkansas, it is the prime spot in Arkansas, which uh, some of you are probably already making fun of me because you're thinking, wow, prime spot in Arkansas. It's putting lipstick on a pig. Uh, which is actually pretty appropriate considering that our <laughs> our uh, mascot for uh, the U of A is the Razorbacks, which is basically a tough pig. But for real though, this is where Walmart is found, uh, has been founded, excuse me, it's where Walmart's based, where Tyson is based, J.B. Hunt, a lot of great businesses, awesome place, uh, one of the happiest places I've ever lived. And essentially what I used to do for a living is I used to consult uh, companies and organizations on how do they have successful management practices. And so I helped with talent management, uh, coaching people to be better bosses, uh, things like, you know, hey, you just screamed at your employee, maybe don't do that in the future. Uh, you know, things that are pretty common sense, but surprisingly, a lot of people don't understand about leadership and management. And essentially, uh, what I've wanted to do is start my own company where I can help people who genuinely want to be helped, you know, people who are hungry. I mean, think about uh, a person who's hungry for success in life. And unfortunately, what happens a lot of times in these corporate world events is you have these people who are there essentially just checking a box, right? You have this person who uh, some decision maker somewhere is deciding, well, you know, let's get some training for our people. I'll pay this many thousands of dollars for this training. But there's a lack of sincerity there. And really what I, I decided to do was I wanted to move away from my consulting business that I was part of and go start my own consulting business where I could really choose the people uh, that I wanted to work with. Because I think that's a good concept in life just in terms of the customers you serve is, you know, one, your customers are choosing you and ideally you want to make yourself competitive enough uh, with enough value that someone wants to choose you. But on the same token, as you probably know, you have to also choose your customers. <laughs> you know, there's some people who, regrettably, you just decide, I don't think I want to work with you ever again. Uh, interestingly enough, these are typically the people who they're paying the smallest contract. Uh, they, they want the most out of you. And so they are attempting to leverage uh, your sense of customer service and duty to get you to do things that you really probably shouldn't do. And I don't really mean unethical. I just mean things that it's, it's just a lot of extra work that no one else would ever really ask you to uh, deal with. But having said that, uh, the point of this podcast is just for me to be able to share some ideas, share some concepts that one, I've seen true in business in general, uh, I've been so honored and blessed to have worked with so many different industries, so many different businesses. Uh, I've really learned more about business in the last few years than I could ever learn in any MBA class, any college degree. Uh, I've, I've, I'm, I really consider that a massive blessing. And so the point of this podcast is is really for me to be able to share some of those insights, but more importantly, it's just to connect. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been someone who you've ever created your your values or you've ever written down, you know, what do I value or what do I care most about in life? One of the things that I care most about in life is just relationships. I love connecting with people. And so the reason I'm making this podcast, even though I'm the only one who's talking on the microphone, which by the way, I would have loved to have had someone else, but then I realized I don't really know anybody who would be interested in a podcast. But so anyway, 
The reason I'm doing this whole podcast at all is because I love the idea of knowing that there's people I could be developing relationships with, people I could be connecting with. Uh, it's just very exciting for me, you know? It's exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm a true extrovert. And if you're, <laughs> if you're an introvert, you're probably like sweating hearing me say this or thinking like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? You know, why, why would you ever, you know, <laughs> what are you even talking about? But, but, but seriously, I, I love to connect with people. I love to meet people. It's always been a passion of my life, and really it's all a purpose of my life that's always been true has been I love to help people. And so having said that, I, I hope that this podcast is helpful to you. Uh, this is day one, baby. This is day one of my business. It's called Good Advice. Uh, hopefully what I will be able to share with you is some good advice. And essentially what I envision for this podcast to be is, is really just a place for people to fine-tune their business practices, to get an insight that maybe they didn't have before. And most importantly, man, I hope this is a, a spot where people can can really, I think the word hang out, which doesn't make any sense because you know, you could be listening to this, you know, on the road somewhere, or you're in a car, or you're, uh, I don't know, you're at your computer, or you're just working out, or who knows. So we're not really hanging out. But at the same time, uh, you know, there's a connection happening where I'm connecting with you, and that's exciting. And so having said that, like I said, this is day one. Uh, my podcast, one of my other values is that I, I really believe in authenticity and being genuine. And so I'm not going to uh, BS you or lie to you, or <laughs> which is probably a good principle, right? Is you know, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to steal from you. But seriously, I'm not going to put a lot of fluff into these podcasts, or uh, or definitely not try to sell you on a product or anything like that. I'm going to be as genuine as possible. And so, having said that, I'm not going to edit the podcast. Uh, which which I was talking to a few people who do podcasts, and they were like, "You are crazy." You know, what if you say something that you shouldn't have said, which, you know, it, it kind of makes, makes me think of, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, was talking about this training we had to go to, and she was saying, it's so sad that we had to have these trainings on on what not to say or do, because um, she's, she was saying, I'm just a good person. And I hope the same thing is true for me, but I'm going to do the best I can to not say something stupid. But having said that, uh, these podcasts are not edited. They're not scripted. I didn't go through and write a script. You could probably tell already that I, I kind of just talk, right? And so having said that, you know, I'm not, uh, th- this isn't a presentation. This is just the thoughts of some guy who's been working in business uh, and who I'd like to think has been working in business very successfully over the last few years. Uh, I will also mention, just fair warning, uh, I, I have had a pretty bad cold over the last couple of days. So you might hear a couple of sniffles. Uh, I'm not getting emotional over what we're talking about. But I am, uh, at the same time, I'm battling that cold. And so having said that, uh, I'll, I'll do my best to make sure that I'm I'm not sniffling too much into the microphone. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about is really what what the the format of this is going to be. Every time I do a podcast, I'm going to talk about a topic, and it's it's honestly it's not like out of a curriculum, it's not out of a book, it's something that I'm just seeing relevant in in current day, and something that I'm wanting to help people with. And so the the the, the conversation for today is how do you start a wildly successful business? Which, <laughs> you know, kind of sounds a little, uh, it's like, okay, come on, really? Really? Come on. 
you know, because there's so many books out there. There's so many, I mean, you know, sign up and watch my video, come to this webinar. How do you find a successful business? And, you know, what's really interesting about business in general is how simple so many concepts are, but how insanely meaningful they are. I remember when I was doing management consulting and I was helping people with their teams and I was working with a guy, for example, who um, he was talking about how his employees were quitting quite a bit. And so, you know, I'm asking questions like, well, what is it like to work here? Um, do they enjoy their job? Yada, yada, yada. And essentially found out that this guy was a pretty significant micromanager. And what I was talking to him about, you know, he's asking for, you know, what do I do here? And I said, well, I mean, you're hiring really incredible people, right? He's like, oh, yeah, of course. And I said, and you vetted them. I mean, you've gone through a lengthy hiring process. I mean, these people are very smart and they're very capable, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And I said, so then you really don't need to even check on them because they're probably doing better work than you could ever do. Because if they if they aren't doing better work than you could ever do, why would you need them? You know, why would you need anyone if you could just do it yourself, right? And he said, well, what, what, you know, what are you suggesting? What are you, what are you saying I should do? And so I said, you know, essentially you just need to let them do their job. You know, you don't need to check in with them other than just genuinely checking in to see, hey, hey, how's life going? You know, what can I be doing to help you? You know, how's your job going, et cetera. He said, it didn't make any sense. So we started talking more about this and he said, you know, I feel like if I don't check on them, they are not going to be doing their job or they're not going to be as productive as they can be. And I said, no, that's, that's really not true. Actually, what it does is it creates this, this parental sense of you don't trust them. And so really, all you need to worry about in, the, in a given day is just doing you, your own job and let them do theirs, right? And so he was like, well, that sounds like kind of a silly concept. I mean, it's, is there not some more intelligent concept, <laughs> you know, right? Or, you know, uh, is there a something out of a book somewhere that gives me like a, a different method or scheme. And I said, you know, I know it's simple, but actually it's a very easy way to get people to enjoy working here because people in general, you know, they've had a mom or a dad who's parented them for around 18 years. Once they've stepped in their professional life, surprisingly enough, they don't still want that. And so the point of that story some of these concepts, they're going to seem pretty simple, but I promise you, if you can apply them, if you can really grab onto them, they will make your business successful. They'll make your team successful. I have witnessed it firsthand that it works. Having said that, I told you that the conversation for today is how do you start a successful business, a profitable business. I'm not talking about a business where, you know, it's like your side hustle, which by the way, I hate that word. I hate, which we call it side hustle a lot. And I get what it means, but, but essentially a hustle for me, it implies something that it's not legitimate or it's not, um, maybe not, maybe that's not legitimate, but that it's not significant enough to be worthy of being called a job. And so probably won't call it a side hustle, but you know, if you want to start something that can actually do well for itself and be profitable for you, I want to share a concept called the what and the how. The what and the how. And before I do that, I want to I want to read a few. Uh, these are some some letters I was looking over, some notes. I'm going to read three different ones to you. Listen to these and think about it. And if anything, as we're as I'm as we're looking at these things together. 
I want you to be thinking about if you were a business coach, if you were a consultant, if someone was coming to you for some good advice, right? And they want to know, you know, what should I do here? Be thinking about what would you say to them? So here's the first one. I am an entrepreneur and I'm wishing to create a digital product. My last eight years, I've been in the service industry and nothing could make me achieve a sense of happiness, fulfillment, for, excuse me, fulfillment, and especially not a sense of financial security. I am thinking I want to create some digital product. And after listening to some YouTube videos, I've decided that I need to market this product on Facebook, specifically to college-age students. Can anyone suggest an idea for what product I should create? So hold on to that one for a sec. Here's the next one. I am looking for investors for my business idea. With my mom's help, I have saved up to $200,000 to put into it. I've asked some family friends for additional assistance, but unfortunately, people are not helping me. I have a credit score of over 780, but unfortunately, I'm not able to get a loan. I have all the proof necessary to back up my claims of having a good work ethic. However, I cannot get more than the $200,000 my mom has given me. I'd like to create something like the next Facebook, not necessarily social marketing or social media, but rather something that will engage people and allow them to get invested with one another. I'm not sure what this is yet, but I know that I can make it happen. Can anyone help me? And then the last one, this is the most interesting one to me. I am deeply looking for a business that will get me to be wearing suits every day. I am insanely fascinated by people who wear suits. I think about what life must be like for them. What must it be like to go on a business trip? I can only imagine the stress they may feel from traveling or switching places. On the same token, I can only imagine the deep connections they must be making with people as they're traveling. I'm aware that when you wear a suit, people will automatically treat you better and have more respect for you than casual clothes. I don't know why this is the case, but I've seen it to be true. Next year, I'll be finishing my college degree, and I'm wanting to start my own business that will incorporate me wearing suits every day. What product should I create that will allow me to have this lifestyle? Okay. (laughs) All right, so you're the coach. What would you say, right? What would you do? And I'm thinking through these three these three scenarios. And these are these are legitimate scenarios, by the way. I've I've pulled all three of these. Uh, they're 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 very real. I didn't create these myself. And one, I'm not creative enough to create the suits. One, you know, beyond beyond a few different things that are true, above all of them, the bottom line, what you've probably already picked up on, is a common issue in starting a business is that people confuse the what and the how. Very simply, the what, we call it the what, because it's what your business does. The how, on the other hand, is how you go about delivering that product or service. It's the medium or the channel that allows you to do it. The what is the problem you're solving. It is, uh, it, it's essentially what you're offering that's of value. 
The how is then how you go about it. What's interesting about these three scenarios is that they are a case of confusing the two and misappropriating the value on the wrong one. So you have a guy, for example, who has been working for eight years in the service industry and wants to create a product, a digital product. I, I he's, He has figured out all of the ways to do that and essentially says, what's the product? Someone tell me. Now, beyond the, you know these people kind of wanting a handout, which everybody knows, especially if you're a business owner right now, you know how hard it is. You know how much work you've put into. And, and more importantly, what's always funny to me, sometimes I have people who they ask, you know, what's a great business idea I should engage in? And my answer is usually something along the lines of, well, if 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 I had a great business idea, I wouldn't tell you because I would already be doing it myself. The same is true for other people. No one's sitting on a phenomenal business idea. They may have some good ideas, but if they have an idea that's practical and that they can do, they're going to actually just go do it. They're not going to give it to some stranger. Uh, in the same way, you had these other two people, which by the way, the guy with the suit, he's, he's more concerned with... Um, a sense of fulfillment by what you wear, which by the way, as a business owner, obviously you can wear whatever you want. You could wear t-shirts and shorts all day if you want. It really doesn't matter. I mean, your your value and your identity is determined into what you create it to be rather than what you wear. So beyond the fact that he has a case of mistaken identity value, once again, you have someone who is thinking about the outcomes, i.e. what I wear, rather than simply what is the product that I'm offering. Essentially, when you think about starting a successful business and thinking about your own business and how can you start a business that actually makes you money, has consistent customers, has people who are seeking you out, and essentially people who are looking to you for value, the way you do that is by clearly defining what is your what. What is the problem you're solving, right? Again, people sometimes what they do is they think about, and not even just confusing what with how, sometimes they confuse what with hope. So you say, you know, what, what, what business do you want to do? Or what, what, do you, what do you want to solve one day? Well, I just want to help a lot of people. That's great. How? You know, what, how are you wanting to do that, right? What's the product that you're wanting to offer to do that? Or they say things like, uh, I want to have a job where I make enough money or I don't have to worry about bills, or I can pay off my debts. These things are all hopes. They're not actual what, right? They're things that come as a byproduct of a really good what. And so what makes a really good what? I love this concept from good to great. It's called the hedgehog principle. And the bottom line is, is, is what uh, Jim Collins is talking about in his book is he's talking about a hedgehog can do one really good thing. And if you've played Sonic, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A hedgehog can ball up with its spikes to defend itself. It's very good at that. And so in the same way, your product needs to have identity in being very clear about what it is and the problem it's solving. Getting more practical, think about your own business. What very simply do you do and what do you offer? What's the value proposition, right? What's the very simple and one sentence thing that you do for your customers? Unfortunately, what we see a lot of times, especially in business in general, is it's almost like the, the let's throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. 
And so we're going to offer these several services that really have no relation to one another, but we offer them because we hope that one of them will make it happen. In the same way, I saw a guy who he said he had a hundred thousand dollars, and I and I. And by the way, this example I'm going to give you this. There actually is a business for this, and it can work in some cases. Having said that, it's extremely irresponsible, and frankly, I think it's pretty stupid. Had a guy with a hundred thousand dollars, and essentially, what he was wanting to do was he was wanting to start a business a week for ten weeks, and he was essentially going to take ten grand, start a business, see if it works go on to the next business until he had used up his $100,000. Now, again, there actually is a business like this. There actually is a model that works this way when you have quite a bit of equity that you can invest that you can uh, see you know, <laughs> what random idea can work. I tend to be someone who's a bit more conservative and more low risk, and I don't like just throwing my money into the wind. But so once again, you have a person who's just, just kind of aiming and hoping that something will work. In the same way, you have businesses that offer, offer several services, but they don't really connect to one another, right? Uh, I was talking to a guy who was a web designer, and part of, his, part of his package deal was that he would also help you with your finances. He would help you with your books. And essentially, he, he was pretty experienced with like a P&L, a profit and loss statement, and essentially wanted to help you with your, your, the finances of your company. And through our conversation, he actually was a pretty terrible web designer, just being totally honest. But he, as we were talking things through, he was saying, you know, really, I'm making most of my money through this accounting services. I'm actually helping a lot of startups get their money together and get into a stable position where they can understand where their money's going. He said, what do I do about this web design? You know, what do I do about my business, right? I said, you need to remove everything that has anything to do with web design and focus entirely on the what. The what being you offer clarity in people's finances. Probably seven or eight months ago, I was working with a cryptocurrency, which already, if, if, you, if you're totally unfamiliar with crypto, just hearing me say that, you're probably thinking, no, that's a witch's coin or, you know, what, what is going on or uh, <laughs> that's fake money. There's actually very real money to make in it. Uh, I really do feel like it is the future. Uh, I don't know how long a away we are from it. I'll also admit that most people in crypto are in it to get rich quick. And so it's, it's a bit unfortunate for how that delegitimizes the currency. But having said that, I was working with a crypto coin. And essentially, it was this currency where they were uh, wanting to compete with a very successful set of coins that already had quite a bit of a market cap, already had quite a bit of investors in it. And essentially in our conversations, I offered to be a consultant for them. I said, hey, you know, I can help you with your business. I can help you guys get started. Tell me a little bit about your coin. And so they said, well, you know, we're, you know, imagine a day where you can go to the coffee shop and you can just in a moment pull out your card and pay with crypto. And it's done totally in an instant transaction. And you don't have to worry at all about uh, fees or, or what have you. And imagine a day that that's true. And I said, wow, okay, cool. That's um, actually pretty accurate to our current day, but uh, I'm interested. Sure. Uh, tell me more, you know, what is your product? And so he says, you know, just imagine a day where we can move away from, uh, you know, the, 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 handcuffs of our government finances, that we can just be profitable on our own, that our money doesn't belong to any institution, but that it belongs specifically to us. That's our coin. 
And I said, okay. Sounds like a lot like hope. Haven't heard a lot of the what yet. So essentially what I did was I offered to do a one-hour session with their development team. And I said, let's talk this through, right? And so I shared with them this concept of the hedgehog. And I said, you know, you, you guys need to make it very clear. What is your coin? Because there's thousands of coins. How is it different from every other coin? And specifically, what problem is your coin solving? And so I give this, it's about a one hour presentation, maybe 40 minutes. And I've worked hard. I actually have taken quite a bit of notes and put together this presentation. And I, and I tend to do pretty okay, actually, in front of groups of people and interacting with several people. And so I, I, I actually did, a, I feel like I did a pretty good job with this. And so I finished the presentation and one of the lead developers jumps in. He says, can I add, can I add a couple of, of insights and, and I'm thinking, yeah, of course, you know, I want to hear what people think. And I'm already getting some pretty good feedback of, wow, this is so helpful. This is so good. Well, so one of the lead developer jumps on and he says, you know, guys, this is so good because imagine a day and it, it goes on to do the same thing of this whole hope driven one day. This is what we're heading to. And, and while it was, it was kind of motivating, it actually totally changed the message because my message was totally practical. It was like, get away from all this hope crap. Let's talk about the actual practicals of what your product is and how you can offer it, right? But he totally detracted from it, totally changed the message. He didn't even realize it. But we can be so addicted to the how or the hope that we totally miss it, right? Another example consulting company I just came from, we were big into personality tests, which, so by the way, if you are someone who you are more, um, I guess, suspicious or um, just questioning, so far you've heard me talk about cryptocurrency and now you're hearing me talk about uh, personality tests. And so some of you are probably thinking, who the heck is this guy, right? He subscribes to Witch's Currency and to uh, Astrology Charts, which is not me at all whatsoever, I promise you. But I've actually seen personality tests actually end up being really powerful for teams. And, and in that, you know, 99% of the problems that teams have, actually, it's a matter of perception and personality. The other 1% of the time, the people you work with are just genuinely jerks, right? They're just jerks. They're lazy. Unfortunately, we flip that percentage, and when we have a problem with someone 99% of the time, we think that they're just a jerk, they're just in it for themselves, they're just out to help themselves, you know, what have you. But essentially, you know, when you can understand personality, it makes you more productive. And so we would do this personality test called Berkman. Uh, it's a pretty expensive personality test, but out of uh, the slew of the ones out there, it's one of my favorites. It's a pretty powerful assessment. And we had had quite a bit of experience with people where they were telling us how much Berkman was helping their teams. Uh, by the way, Walmart, Tyson, JB Hunt, those Fortune 500s I mentioned, Walmart being Fortune 1, they use Berkman pretty heavily. Some of these companies have a person on staff, a salaried person on staff, whose sole job is to deal with Berkman because you need to have a, a certification or a license to use it. And so it's pretty powerful stuff. Well, so on our team, we're using Berkman and we have quite a bit of people who are loving Berkman. Uh, our, our customers are talking about it. They're saying how incredible it is. Well, at some point, we decide to rebrand our company a bit and to change up our offerings. 
And in this conversation, we're talking through what should our new products be? And the conversation comes up, oh, it needs to be Berkman, right? We need to sell Berkman. We need to help people with Berkman. And I never forget, somebody stepped in and said, okay, hang on, hang on. The Berkman is just the channel. It's the service, right? It's, It's just the how. The what, the problem we're solving is we're helping people better understand their identity as a leader or as a manager or as a contributor or a producer in their company. The way we do that is through Berkman. But mixing up the two, it just becomes a fun personality test, right? If the what is the how, if you confuse those two, then all you're offering is is the method you go about it without any real clarity as to the problem you're solving. I think this is important because you specifically, as you're thinking about your own business, and again, it could be a business that you already have, or it could be one that you're wanting to start on either side there, you have to have clarity around the what. What is the problem you're going to solve? And and, and are you are you sure that you're actually solving it? Right. And I'll talk at a later podcast, I'll talk about verifying that there's a market demand for your product. Because one of the worst mistakes you can make is I have this idea and it's going to be amazing. And then once you actually put it into the market, you realize, wow, nobody wants this. Nobody cares about it. And really the value I thought that it had does not exist. There's no value whatsoever in this. And so having said that, uh, at some point we'll talk more about that. But just in general, pushing yourself to to really define the what. What am I going to do? In that case, the how doesn't really matter because there's probably 20 different ways that you can go about delivering your service or product, right? So the question doesn't become, I'm an entrepreneur, someone give me an idea, and here's how I'm going to go do it. I'm going to genuinely think of an idea, and now when I go to people, I'm looking for help on how do I do that now. That's where I'm going to get a mentor, I'm going to get a coach, I'm going to go to someone else who's in my industry and look for help from them. Well, I think I've beat this topic to death. Uh, if you have questions, you can always message me at blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. Uh, stay tuned for another episode sometime. I don't know when. You know, We're just doing these things for fun. But more importantly, uh, I hope this has been helpful. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you.